Welcome to the world of the multi-passionate mind. You already know what a wonderfully weird and extraordinary place this is to live. Now imagine that you can easily decide where to aim your focus and trust yourself enough to finish what you start. Maybe you want to build a business that encompasses everything you love under one umbrella. Or maybe you just want the time freedom to finally start crossing things off your bucket list. I'm your personal hype woman, Jenny O'Connor, and I'm going to show you how to do it all like a boss. If you're an ambitious creative who's ready to make an impact, hit that subscribe button because we are the multi-passionate community that is going to change the world. If growing an audience on social media feels like a slog and you're convinced there has to be a better way, there is. It's email. For every dollar invested in email marketing, you get an average of $42 back. Plus, email reaches an average of 79% of the people you send it to. Instagram, 13.5. Ugh. But a lot of entrepreneurs aren't leveraging this awesome way to grow an engaged audience because they think writing emails is too time-consuming or that they're not good at storytelling. If you've ever thought that yourself, my free guide, Write Better Emails the Easy Way, will change the game and help you craft memorable, money-making newsletters in just minutes a week. Get it now at JennyO'Connor.com forward slash email. Hey, boss fam. Welcome to episode 87. I'm Jenny, and I help squirrel-brained entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs kick overwhelm to the curb and make the impact they're meant to make. If you are ready to finally do the thing, you are in the right place, my friend. So if you've been in my orbit for a while, you know that I really like to tackle things from a balanced perspective. So I'm definitely into taking action, which tends to be considered the masculine side of entrepreneurship, the yang or the yang to the yin. But I also talk a lot about receiving and trusting the universe and manifestation, which is the feminine and and the yin aspect. You've also heard me talk about having a pretty intense struggle with the feminine side, the trusting the universe piece. So as much as I know that this is important and as much as I have manifested successfully in the past, I do constant battle with this piece because for me, sitting back and receiving and trusting doesn't feel productive. And I have a lot of my self-worth wrapped up in being productive. I'm working on it, y'all. I am a work in progress with the best of them believe me. So that's my struggle. And maybe some of you can relate to the feeling that being busy is a badge of honor that helps you feel worthwhile and increases your perceived value to yourself. And on the other hand, stepping back and taking time to fill your cup and to rejuvenate and rest doesn't feel like it has value or at least as much. And that is definitely a societal conditioning that we need to unravel because you can't pour from an empty cup. You've heard that said a thousand times before, I'm sure, but it bears repeating that it is just as essential to have that receiving time, that receptive time, that rest, as it is to push and do and stay active and cross things off your to-do list. So that's an obstacle that often gets in the way of successful manifestation, of believing and trusting that everything is going to work out and that the abundance that we want to receive is already ours. It's one of the many limiting beliefs that we run up against. 
And the tricky biscuit with limiting beliefs is that they are subconscious. And we don't even realize that while we might outwardly be saying, I have all the abundance I need to make progress on my goals and to achieve the impact that I'm here to make, that under the surface, we're running thoughts on a loop that sabotage what we're saying outwardly. So as we head into the holidays and look forward with hope for a better 2023, I wanted to talk about something that I heard recently that really struck me profoundly. So I often panic when I'm trying to manifest. I know that I'm supposed to focus on positive outcomes because that's how it works. And if you want to get into the granular details of how to manifest, check out episodes 63 and 65. It's a two-part series on how this is all done, but I'm just going to do a high-level overview for you here. The vibe that you want to be embodying is the vibration that you all, the energetic space in your mind, in your body, that you already have the thing that you want. So how would you feel if you were drinking Dom and flying first class to Italy? Feel those emotions in your body. And that, in that moment, feeling those emotions, feeling what it feels like in your system and holding that in your mind and sort of moving through the world with all of those pieces working in harmony, that is how you become a magnetic match, a energetic vibrational match for what it is that you're trying to call in. Now, here's the problem. No matter how high vibe you are, no matter who you are in this world of manifestation, it's virtually impossible to never have a negative thought. So I'm a writer. I have a vivid imagination. And here's where it gets hard for me. A negative thought will come into my mind and I will freak out because I'm afraid of latching on to that negative thought and ruining all of the positive progress I've made towards manifesting the future that I desire. I even think that I have a horror novel inside of me about a person who just can't stop thinking negative thoughts and ends up making all of that a reality for them. And it's true. Like we do create our realities. So if you believe the world is a scary place, you are going to live in a scary world. I definitely know that to be a fact. So that's part of my hang up around this is that limiting belief will come in and I'll be like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. And it's okay. And I talk about this in episode 63 and 65, like you can see it and acknowledge it and say, thank you, fear. I understand you're trying to protect me and then just let it float on by. But I have this worry that just by virtue of having the thought, I'm screwing everything up. I'm doing it wrong. And I can get really like, I can cling to the thought instead of letting it pass by, which is a healthier approach to this process of manifestation. So this is the fear that I move through the world with that if I even think it for a second, I'm doing it wrong. So what I heard the other day that I really, really liked and that really resonated for me was this woman who works in this energetic spiritual space and manifests all the time and teaches other people how to do it. And what she said is when those limiting beliefs come up for her, because they do for everybody, right? That her response is to self-soothe. And I loved the sound of self-soothe because everyone's talking about self-care. It's become such a buzzword. It's almost meaningless anymore. And so I hear self-care and I think take a bubble bath. And that doesn't really, that's, that's, not a solution, a solution to my problems. Anyway, I love I love me a good bubble bath. But that that isn't that's oversimplifying things. But this notion of self soothing, I could really get behind. And it got me thinking about how I would go about doing that. 
on any given day. And long ago, I made a list that I call these are a few of my favorite things. And I realized that going back to that list and finding something on it and then doing that thing is exactly what this person was referring to when she was talking about self-soothing. So today I wanted to offer that as a solution to when you're feeling blue, when you don't have enthusiasm for the day or the project that you're working on, and especially, especially when you find limiting beliefs creeping into your otherwise high vibe way of existing in the world. So to get the creative juices flowing for you, I thought I would read you some of the things on my favorite things list in the hopes that it would inspire you to create one of your own. And I encourage you to refer back to this time and again, when you need a little pick me up because this will do wonders for you. So here's my list. I love blackberries warmed by the sun and fresh picked. I love reading in front of a fire on a rainy day. I love satin pajamas over freshly shaven legs. It's like the most delicious feeling in the universe. I love anything, and I mean anything, sung by one of my favorite bands and my dear friends, Mocha Chai. You guys need to follow them on Instagram. You need to check them out on Spotify. And if you are lucky enough to live in the LA area and can go and see them live, do so immediately. They will instantly bring up your mood and your vibration. They are just like bundles of joy. I love them. I love the smell of kerosene. And I know that sounds weird, but it reminds me of my grandfather. And he was my favorite human being who's ever existed. I love oranges from my hometown, and anyone from Redlands understands this. It needs no further explanation. I love mezcal margaritas. The smokier and the spicier, the better. I love Neapolitan pizza topped with an entire ball of burrata. This is legit my death row meal, which for whatever reason I have contemplated for many, many years. I love days that start with a tarot reading and end with a ritual and are full of nothing but art and kitchen witchery in between. I love phrases like, and the silken sad uncertain rustling of each purple curtain. I love when my cat curls into a tiny little ball in my lap. I love solo road trips. I love good champagne just because it's Tuesday. I love bone chilling horror stories and anything narrated by Neil Gaiman. I absolutely love when my best friend sings the wrong words to Christmas songs in July. I love magic mushrooms. I love jasmine blooming in spring. And I love meeting for the first time and falling in love with the people I interview on this show. So these are the things that when I indulge in any one of them, bring my heart so much joy that it's virtually impossible for me to exist in a negative thought loop anymore. It pulls me out of a funk. It inspires me to do whatever it is that I need to get done. And I really think that this is a tool that you can take into 2023 that will help you too. And I would love to hear your feedback. If you think that this is a great idea, if you give it a try, how it works for you. And consider also that after you do one or two or 10 of the things on your favorite things list, how it feels to be grateful for having the opportunity to do that, for having the funds to do that, for having the people in your world that bring you that kind of joy. Because if you exist in a state of gratitude, it is completely impossible to stay in a funk. It's just a fact. So give yourself this gift 
do one of the things off your favorite things list and then just marinate in that feeling of gratitude and tell me that doesn't completely change the game for you moving forward. So that's a wrap, boss fam. If you guys ever want to ask me a business-related question and effectively get some laser coaching, send me a message on Instagram at Jenny the Wordsmith, and I will answer on the air and shout out your business in a future episode. I know you guys have questions, and between myself and my awesome network of geniuses, I will get you the answers. It feels really apropos to leave you today with my Mindset Mastery Checklist download. It offers gentle reminders and really easy, quick journal prompts that you can accomplish in five minutes or less that will shift you out of stress and defeat and just feeling oogie into a joyful and empowered mind state. Just the kind of thing you need around this time of year. You can find that at JennyO'Connor.com forward slash mindset. And until next time, remember, take time to do whatever makes your soul happy. Now get on out there and do the thing.